today, Kathleen Wynne, after saying that she thought it was very important to keep the autonomy of the municipalities, I'm paraphrasing here, to make their own decisions on this sort of thing. And, uh, you know, the government of Ontario has granted the city of Toronto certain powers in the city of Toronto Act to give, provide revenue tools. You can hear my air quotes there. But, like I said, we dodged a bullet when Kathleen Wynne said, no road tolls. But what we, what we heard from the city of Toronto was that they needed more money for public transit, that they needed more, more money to invest in public transit. And quite frankly, that's a message that I have heard from many, many municipalities. That's why we're making the decision that we're making. And on the specific request, I have always said that there needed to be the right conditions in place, that there needed to be options for people and they needed to be affordable options. Those options are not in place. So she says... Those options are not in place. That's as close as she gets to saying that there's no road toll. So she's leaving it for later. Maybe there's going to be some. She really did not. She she was uh, expertly expertly dodging the questions and uh, dodging and weaving with, when the reporters were trying to get out of her that soundbite that she was not going to allow the city of Toronto, despite the fact that she said that she was going to respect council's decision to put on the road tolls. Now, I don't like road tolls. I think you can all tell that I was not a big fan of that particular revenue tool. But when the transportation minister calls the DVP and the Gardner Expressway an asset to the city of Toronto, but they can't use it to generate their own revenue, then that, I'm sorry, Mr. Del Duca, is a liability, not an asset. It only costs money. To go further into some of this and uh, the uh, whole web of law that is behind these uh, division of responsibilities between the municipal governments and the government of Ontario, I've called up John Mascaren. He is a municipal law expert uh, with Aird Burles. John, thanks a lot for joining me today. Well, thanks for having me, Chris. John, just for a a quick crash course, the City of Toronto Act was uh, put in place around the the turn of the century when... uh, they decided that you know the city of Toronto was such a big entity, in some cases bigger than a lot of provinces, that it should be able to you know have its own destiny and decide how to make its own revenue. Am I making any uh, anything up there? Uh, no, you're 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 correct. The city of Toronto Act, which is uh, separate and distinct from the municipal act that governs every other municipality in Ontario, was put in place for the city of Toronto in 2006. So you're absolutely right in there. And the idea was that you know if they wanted to at the time, I think David Miller was talking about different things like a sales tax and different p- potential uh, revenue tools for the city of Toronto to use. And and uh, some of those things were land transfer tax, uh, vehicle registration tax, things like that, that we still have a little bit of. Um, was there ever an indication when that law was put into effect that the province could just say, ah, no, you know, it doesn't matter if can- council uh, in a large group decide that we're going to uh, seek something like road tolls, that the the provincial government can just slap you down and say, no, thanks. 
Yeah, uh, actually, Chris, there was some forethought given to it. So let me just step back. First of all, toll roads were specifically authorized under the Municipal Act originally. So Toronto actually had the authority when it was under the Municipal Act. Uh, So it said in there, a municipality can establish a highway as a toll road. When the City of Toronto Act was passed, it said the same thing as the Municipal Act. So it was the same level playing field. But in both instances, the province reserved onto itself the ability to then say, we would like to look at it. And what they did is they said, municipalities, the city of Toronto, have the authority to do this. However, not until the cabinet has passed a regulation allowing it. So the province actually did think about it. And they said, let's just see how municipalities want to use this authority. Right. So they reserve the right to disagree and uh, be the final judge and jury on whether or not that's a, a a good decision for the the province and for for the city in those in those situations because if we were going to take a civics class we'd know that the municipal level of government isn't really enshrined in the constitution it, it's a it's a sort of uh, entity that it, it operates at the behest of the provincial government you're, you're absolutely correct what you've just referred to is the uh, the 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 rather pejorative term that municipalities are are, are often uh, acknowledged to be which are creatures of provincial statute right it makes them sound like some sort of ugly reptilian creature <laughs> you know crawling out but the province uh, chris i think really did think about this and uh, Unlike some of the other revenue tools that they gave municipalities and the city of Toronto, where they said, you can go ahead and do it. Like, like you said, the billboard tax, the vehicle registration, you know, those things. With toll roads, it was quite different because you could see how it could have broader implications than just the municipality. Now, the other thing that I found fascinating, and I went back and looked, the province actually indicated that the intent of the, uh, of the provision uh, for toll roads was to apply to new rather than existing highways. So I don't think that the province ever thought that it would it would have been used for existing uh, highways like DVP and the QEW because they specifically said when they were giving the authority, it's supposed to be for new roads, new highways. Right, so if it was a new construction or maybe a magical buried uh, expressway right. that would run through the middle of the city or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And... You know, at this point, though, when uh, the city of Toronto, I think it was during the uh, the Mike Harris days, was handed the uh, control of the Gardner Expressway and the DVP, will could they turn back to the province now and say, you know, this you're not letting us use this to its maximum availability. Uh, you take it back. Uh, no, they can't do that. Uh, it works. Uh, downloading works one way, uh, and municipalities have never been successful. In fact, the Harris government in the mid-1990s downloaded a whole whack of things to municipalities without the revenue tools in which to deal with them. Social housing, for instance, is another one. Uh, they, they just said, you're now taking it over. Municipalities would love to turn around and say, uh-uh, we don't want it. Take it back. They can't do that. It goes, it's one-way, uh, one-way street only. And John, you know, at that point, you know, what what if the mayor just said, 
we're not going to take care of it anymore. You know, maybe sort of pulled a, a, a sort of rebel move and said, we're not going to take care of it anymore. We're going to let it crumble. You got to take care of it. Yeah, unfortunately, they can't do that because the both the City of Toronto Act and the Municipal Act specify that a municipality has to maintain and repair its public highways to a certain degree, right. certain standard. So, again, they're Trump there, too. Couldn't do it. Well, what if we just decided to burn the bridge? I know it's been an argument that's been bantied about for a long time, John, that, you know, this is John Mascaren, who is a uh, municipal law expert with Aird Burles helping me out, talking about some of the uh, idiosyncrasies of this uh, situation here on AM640. But, John, the idea has been bantied about for a long time and talked about uh, in quiet corners. But at what point... And what would it take for the city of Toronto and maybe the surrounding municipalities to break off of the province of Ontario that doesn't respect our autonomy to make our own decisions and form our own province? Uh, well, what it would need is some sort of constitutional amendment, which, you know what, you're not going to get simply. You're not going to get all 10 provinces and the two territories to all agree on a constitutional change. That's the only way it'll work. Municipalities have always been inferior levels of government. As you said, they're not, uh, they're not a constitutionally protected level of government. That's what it would take, and I just don't see it happening. Other provinces have been formed since the uh, Constitution of Canada was originally drawn up, and uh, even the most recently, the uh, the uh, territory of Nunavut was broken off of the Northwest Territories. Is there any precedent there, or any room, wiggle room? Well, I suppose there's always some wiggle room, but I just don't see it happening. Uh, Toronto, the GTA economic engine of Canada, certainly of Ontario, and you're not going to see Ontario just saying, ah, oh, you know what, you do want your own, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll move. Uh, the, the money, everything comes from Toronto, and it's spread to all the, uh, the, the remainder of the province, and in fact, to the remainder of Canada. That's why, you're, you know, we're talking about, oh, you know, maybe we should just stand on our own. That, that that, that, that's the argument that's often used for uh, municipalities that like to succeed from their, uh, their uh, regional governments or their other governments, uh, and it just hasn't flown. Uh, the, the province generally doesn't agree, and I just don't see that you're going to get all 10 provinces, the other territories, and the, uh, the federal government to agree to this. Ah, you're uh, popping my bubble here, John. I really, I, I want to start a little, uh, a quiet revolution. Can't we do that? Uh, we, uh, you and I, Chris, we'll start it. Okay, appreciate it, John. Thank you very much for your time. I know you got to get running here, so I appreciate you helping me out. That was uh, John Mascaren, who is a municipal law expert with Aird Burles in Toronto.